When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, Buck fans, RB Nation, all the above? The Buccaneers are in the playoffs. It's officially the postseason time to talk it. It's it's crazy to think after 13 years, the Bucs are finally in. Holy hell. But, guys, bring in all your questions. Let's talk about the game at hand, though. The Bucs finally took it upon themselves to destroy the Falcons this time, playing – Pretty much a good four quarters. Maybe the third quarter they took it off a little bit, but 44-27, they beat the Falcons. Defense looked good early, and then all of a sudden some things kind of started happening. But overall, again, a very well-played offensively game, offensive game. One bonehead move by Scotty Miller. But other than that, they kind of dominated from the get-go. I mean, there was maybe that little lull, but then 2023 start with the fourth, and then what the hell just happened? <laughs> well, other than that, Hell yeah, Bucks are in the playoffs. What do you think of the Bucks in the playoffs? And what do you think of uh, this 44-27 victory? Yeah, it's uh, it's a good Monday. Uh, good evening, everyone. And uh, yeah, I mean, Bucks back in the playoffs for the first time since uh, 2007, <laughs> 2007. So it's been a, it's been a long time. Uh, first time 11 wins in a season since 2005. We were led by Chris Sims, the great lefty that we had uh so yeah it's um yeah just a great season i mean just looking back on it i mean jason give credit to jason light and his staff and bruce arians and everyone you know really yeah putting together a good roster you know obviously getting the the big name in tom brady getting rob gronkowski you know filling out the defense with antoine winfield and you know adding you know pieces there that you needed and then you know just putting it all together and Really, I want to give a credit to uh, Byron Leftwich in the offense because the last four weeks are this this winning streak that we're going into into the playoffs. They really changed their approach, and I'm really excited yeah. about it. And it's been consistent. Uh, they've been throwing more on first down. They've been using more play action. They've been using motion. Uh, and you can see the results. I mean, they really attacked the last two games the right way. And I hope they do the same thing this weekend against the, the Washington football team. I mean, that's going to be – very important to get out to a lead, but yeah, this was a, like you said, this was a game yesterday. Again, get your 11th win and it, it secures the fifth seed, which you wanted. And uh, it was pretty much controlled the whole way, like you said, and that that's really nice to see. So really I wasn't in doubt. Like I never thought they were going to lose the game. So uh, really good job by, by the team. Yeah, you were just pretty much waiting for when they were going to pull away, which yeah. is pretty badass. I think that, but uh, some funny comments over here. Uh, Andrew said he left his spleen out there for us talking oh, about Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy was a war- he was a warrior. Yeah. 
Hey, he wanted to win. You gotta give him that. Mm-hmm. Uh, some more people in the chat. Truly goaded three. Yo yo. And then good point by Jack Barrett over here. I don't know if this is homage to Shaq Barrett, but mm-hmm. he says, "I don't want to hear too much defense slander today. You lose two of your top three sack leaders, winning Shaq Barrett, Devin mm-hmm. White. You prevent the big play which killed us in the first game and forced two turnovers. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm, I'm right there with you. There's not going to be much defensive slander. The first half they actually looked." Pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they allowed what? I think 10 thir- points. 10, 13 points? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they they did their job. Okay. If you're up that big, you're going to kind of play a little prevent. It's just part of it. I mean, you don't, you don't, you saw what happened to Mike Evans. They don't want to be mm-hmm. too aggressive, I would assume. They kind of pull back a little bit. But either way, I mean, they, they did their job. They, they held up when they had to. They didn't allow touchdowns every time down the field. Mm hmm. They'd get down near the goal line, prevent. This yeah. is what you want, Ben, but don't break. 27 hey. points. Yes, it sounds like a lot, but mm-hmm. you have 44 on the other end. Other end. Yeah. Go ahead. Hey. No, I was just going to say, I mean, also without Carlton Davis, I mean, who's legitimately a top five corner this year. So that's yeah, that's, a, that's a big loss. So, um, yeah, I, I thought the defense did just fine. And it made big plays. And I was happy for Sean Murphy bunting. He made – some really critical plays at the end there. So that was really nice to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was, it was different because you had different pieces in there. You didn't have uh Shaq Barrett in there who creates a lot of havoc on the other side. So they were kind of, you know, ganging up on um, JPP and others, you know, and really forcing us to use other players to get the pass rush. And that's why I was so up and down, but Hey, they did what they did. I mean, they bend, but didn't break. I mean, that first drive, I mean, Atlanta went right down the field. And we hold them to three. I thought that, yeah. was, that was huge. So that really shifted the game. Um, but getting back, uh, you said Mike Evans. I mean, that that was a bummer. I really thought like the team might have went into a tail after that, but it was nice that they kept on pushing and kept going. Um, didn't let the injury, you know, affect them. It just sucks. I mean, he got the, he got the record and then had a touchdown right after it, and of course he gets hurt. You know, just unfortunate slip on the uh the turf there that it was it was dirty let's put it yeah. it was i mean I'm, I'm gonna try and bring this up for so everyone can see it it was nasty <laughs> mm. uh i oh, actually here it is so oh we're in this no let's go full frontal so if you guys are screaming just don't watch mm-hmm. but so here comes old mike evans i got it guys uh oops and uh, that thing just goes backwards so yeah Let's you know what. Let's talk about this. So, if you see this happening, this is this is going into my profession. Is what I do deal with every damn day. So, those who don't know, I'm a physical therapist assistant. I deal with injuries and problems like this all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And to me, when I first saw it, I'm like, "Holy shit!" He hyperextended it. It didn't go fully back, and he didn't like put full weight bearing on it, but the leading cause of injury of a non-contact injury is an ACL tear usually. Mm. So I was like, shit, there it is. But then looking at it, I'm like, I hope the good Lord, it isn't. I would not play him mm-hmm. this week. I would not. I mean, for a position that you have to make some people, make people miss, you have to start and stop immediately. You have to cut. I wouldn't push it. I mean, I would use your, I know everyone's going to say it's, Last game of the year. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you have Antonio Brown. You have Chris Godwin. 
Rob Gronkowski, we'll make the arguments later, but mm-hmm. rest him. I mean, yeah. if you need Mike Evans to be balling out when you have all that, that's the coach's fault. Mm-hmm. You have two number one wide receivers, probably the best tight end ever do it. Use them correctly, you should be able to beat Washington. I don't care how good their defense is. You, they, their offense can't score at all with our offense. Mm-hmm. Manipulate it away to get points. Come on, you can't put Mike Evans out there. That's just my opinion. It's it's more mm-hmm. think about you stretch your ligaments like the first time you stretched, you sprained your ankle. That hurt like a bitch, didn't? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that feeling. I think everyone sprained their ankle. You just did that to your knee. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you're gonna be ready to run, rock and roll? Six days after, I, God, I, I don't. I know they can shoot him up with some stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's a risk, but you know, knowing Mike and you know, BA talked about it today. He's like, if Mike's eighty percent, then most likely he's going to go. I mean, they they said eighty percent of Mike is better than a lot of guys one hundred percent. So. And you know, Mike, he, I mean, he played on one leg earlier this year already uh, with, you know, I think he had sprained ankle. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had a sprained ankle, high ankle <laughs> sprain probably. So the dude is very tough. I mean, he's probably as tough as Chris Godwin. I know Godwin playing with a broken hand and, you know, these guys are, I mean, this is what they do. And if if they're good to go to to be out there, then they're going to find a way to, to do it. Um but I, I'm with you. I would rest him, you know, because I don't want it to be something where he plays and then, you know, it continues to get worse. And then you have a, you know, a, a setback and a huge setback at that. And then it really hurts his career. So, um, yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see which way they go with it. Uh, I know B.A. said if he's able to practice Thursday, then it's, you know, a possibility he could play Saturday. So um, the good news is there was light swelling. I mean, it wasn't heavy swelling. So that is a positive. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think they'll keep it close to the vest and maybe try to play some games with Washington and then, you know, see from there. Hell, if, if anything, he was running in the pool. Let's think about that. Yeah. And then he's supposed to be going full bore Thursday to practice and then play on Saturday. Come on on, guys. That's Uh, a lot. That's a lot to ask. I mean, if anything, use him as a decoy, Mm -hmm. have him just run go routes. Anytime he's going to have to stop, start. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. It's gonna hurt. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I could see. I could see, go. What do you think is gonna happen? Yeah, I, I could see a situation where maybe they play him limited snaps and just use him inside the red zone. Maybe, uh, I don't know, something like that, because he is a weapon inside the red zone, obviously. But I think, uh, like you said, we have enough weapons to to work with. I, I like Scotty Miller being back on the field. You know, you have Tyler Johnson, who's still, you know, he's a promising guy and. You know, just use your tight ends. You still have Cam Brate, who yeah. is pretty much a receiver out there, and he can make plays. So they yeah, have we'll, op- they have options. Yeah, we'll touch more on the the offense mm-hmm. and their scheme. How God, how much they've opened their eyes as of late. Oh, it's but, been very impressive. God. but yeah. uh, but let me just touch one more thing about Evans. Like you just mentioned, Chris Godwin, his running across the middle. I think he's done that two weeks in a row now, just mm-hmm. abusing linebackers. First touchdown was abusing of a linebacker. <laughs> yeah, I laughed at that one. <laughs> Literally abuse. Yeah. And it's just reading your keys, knowing what the hell is happening. When you're moving people in motion, adding to what we're going to talk about later, mm. you can read the field easier. All, all we have been asking for <laughs> for weeks, for damn months. Mm. But, I mean, it's hopefully come to fruition. Scotty just catch the ball. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, there's plenty of ammo there. You don't no, need to force feed 
Mike Evans to come back fast. Right. That That's my bugaboo on that. But let's, let's give Evans his credit. Glad M1K13 got his 1,000 yards, though. Yeah. Edward Fernandez, right there with you. Uh, also, this is a good point. Danny Danilo, always in the chat. He says, Evans' slip wasn't the only one. I'm assuming he means tight ends. Tight end break sleep slipped in the end zone. Mm-hmm. What are those Bucks going to do about the field conditions? It was yeah. only in the end zone and not the rest of the field. Okay, I'll let you touch on this more, but mm-hmm. there was a game the day prior. Yeah. And then we don't have to worry about playing at home because we're not going to be there unless we make it to the Super Bowl. So right. pretty sure the field will be ready by then. But yeah, yeah. Any points to add? <laughs> well, I yeah, I mean they had it. They had a game before yesterday's game you know, played there, you know, they had the Outback Bowl. Uh, and then there was rain at night. So the rain, you know, didn't help the field conditions. So that made it more slick. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're going to be playing on, you know, slick fields coming up, you know, with Washington. That's going to be yeah. a cold, cold environment. Um, so, I mean, hopefully guys have the right cleats on and, and ready uh, for what they have to deal with there. So, yeah, I'm not too worried. Usually Raymond James is a really good field when it's, you know, prepped. And again, unfortunate they had the game before. I think that hurt. And then the rain, you know, overnight. And guys, before we keep going on, see a lot of you in the chat, please give us a thumbs up, please. From one Buck fan to another, do it for us. <laughs> All right, other than that, let's keep going on. Uh, talking more about the the Falcons game because, yeah, we'll get into the the Ron Rivera, Washington versus BA, mm. the Carolina Panthers, they slaughtered them later. That's a big conversation I want to talk about. And we'll go over in film study later in the week. But I mean, this game itself, you touched on this big time. What the hell? This is from Jeff Goodrich said, mm. what the hell was going on with not getting Rojo his thousand yards? Mm. Needed 22 yards and he's a lead blocker. What, what's yeah. going on with that? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. They were they're really trying to get AB his uh incentive of 45 catches uh and they went that route and and got it for him. But uh yeah, I mean Rojo Rojo actually just tweeted he like he subtweeted uh Greg Allman's tweet that he needed just 22 more yards to get a thousand and he he said SMH, so shake my head. So obviously he's frustrated about it, but hopefully he used that frustration in the playoffs because He's going to have to be very critical and, and run well um, in the postseason for us to to move forward. Well, maybe he's just self like, damn it, shaking my head. Yeah, I should have gotten it. Maybe it wasn't right. down on the on the actual team. It's more mm-hmm. he should have thought he should have gotten it. Right. Uh, let's look at some of these. So here, cool, Riley Holmback. I hope I got that correct. Offenses look so much more efficient. However, the clock management by BA at the end of the first half. Had my face palming, can't do that in the playoffs. So, touch on his first part first, mm-hmm. which we wanted to talk about. Offenses look so much more efficient. Give me your rundown on that. What do you think about the play calling, left which, the sequencing, all that good stuff? Yeah, I mentioned it earlier in the pod. I mean, they're just, they're doing a great job of just, you know, really going out there and attacking. Uh, and they're attacking with their strengths, which is the passing game. Uh, they're doing a good job of setting up play action early. Uh, they're utilizing it better. They're using more motion, so it's making it easier on Tom Brady to read defenses. And then they're really just, you know, isolating guys and finding the mismatch. And I, I, I'm happy that they're 
they're actually simplifying things or making it easier on Tom um, to get rid of the football quicker and better. And he's being accurate. He's making all the right plays, the right reads and uh, it's working out. And then when you add in the run game, you know, where you get from Rojo, I mean, it makes it even more dominant because they could pretty much run it when they want to, uh, especially with Rojo. He gets usually three to five yards every carry. Um, and then you mix in, you know, play action and you have a lot of guys open, uh, whether it's down the field or on your comeback routes. So they're just doing a much better job of everything um, as far as just passing more on first down, which is helping them win. And they're not in a lot of third and long situations. So that's helping them out a lot. And then give me your opinion on the uh, time management before the half. And like I said, the end of halves. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, it could have been better. I mean, yesterday, I mean, Fournette fails to get out of bounds. Um, you know, that was a yeah, big, that was, Fournette. That was, that was a big no, no. Um, but other than that, I thought they did. Okay. I mean, um, I can't remember if they did take a shot. I think Brady threw it away, uh, one time and then they ended up settling for a field goal, but you know, so at least they got points, uh, which is good, but, uh, thanks Jeff. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you demand Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going up? You, no, I was just going to say, at least they got points, but yeah, it, it can be better. But I think again, overall, the offense as a whole, the, from sequencing to everything design and the utilization of their players have been much better. Absolutely. I mean, the short screens to AB to mm-hmm. Godwin utilizing that as a run. That's like literally a run. For yeah. our offense. Yeah, I mean, it's five yards every time, right? You're, you're, that's what I, we talk about being more creative in the running game. Mm. That to me is a run. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're behind the line. You're throwing it behind the line. He's going. I mean, mm. hell, what about one of these times where they throw it there and someone goes out for a pass? That's what I want to see set up. That mm. would be creative and badass. Right. I mean, yeah. That's something where if you have the cajones in the playoffs, you want to do that? <laughs> do that. Throw that yeah. shit to Brady. <laughs> Run it down the wheel route down the end. Hell yes. Yeah. But no, I mean, de- definitely. That sets it up. But it also, what it does, those screens invite those corners to move up. And, and yeah. what, what does that set up? It sets up the deep ball, you know? So those are things that I, I like what they're doing as far as just not forcing the, the deep, deep ball all the time. They're setting things up. And that's, that's what you got to do. And, and like you said, in the playoffs, hopefully we see something creative because now is the time to let it all out, hang out. You know, it's it's go for the kill. Let it all hang out. Yes, definitely. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, again, Jeff, thank you very, very much for the, the super chat. Appreciate we, it. We very much appreciate these things. I mean, we just started getting them in the last live stream. We were freaking blown out of our minds. Like It was insane just to even see it. So every time we see this stuff, dude, thank you very, very much. I mean, seriously. We, we, Wow. Uh, let's keep going on. So, so if you were talking about some other things here, but more about the offense, mm-hmm. I mentioned the, the screens. I love the way they've been running recently, the pulling of the tackles. We've been touching on that. Mm-hmm. It's just not being so predictable. Also bringing Bray in as an extra blocker, as a fullback. Yeah. I feel like every time it's almost like, Every time they're in a three tight end set, it works. Every time they bring Bray in a fullback position, mm-hmm. it works too. It's like either at the goal line or a run, but it always works. <laughs> it's because it, whenever Bray's in a running back or fullback position, everyone thinks he's going to get the ball. Mm-hmm. 
And yes, sometimes he does because he's on a, an amazing mismatch. But then sometimes everyone's staring at him and Brady reads it and it's like, okay, let's go somewhere else. It's mm-hmm. little things like that. You have all these weapons. People are like, oh, sh- what the hell is he back there? Now I got to look at this guy. <laughs> and then you look somewhere else. It's cool stuff yeah. like that, that this offense has so much capability to do. That's why I'm like, please don't put Mike Evans in. I mean, if you want to do it as a decoy saying, oh, he's playing, he's suiting up. Washington better look look out. Right. Okay. I can see that decoy, but mm-hmm. do not rush this dude back. Yeah. Uh, any other touching on the offense, game plan, scheming, anything? Well, yeah. I mean, just when they call it right, I mean, there's really anything they can do. Like they can do pretty much anything that they want. I mean, they can run the football in heavy situations like heavy personnel, or they can run it out of spread. Uh, so, you know, especially when they're running downhill, they're doing that, you know, that duo concept where they get the, you know, doubles on the linebackers, et cetera. Um, you know, they have the counters that they're incorporating where you see Tristan Wirfs coming to the opposite side on the pool. Uh, they're blocking down and having Tristan be the lead blocker. So stuff like that, I, I really like, I hope that continues. Um, but yeah, they, they really got it going on. Um, especially with the play action, the passing on first down has been exceptional. So hopefully that continues. They need to attack Washington the same way. Just continue uh, to use that and, and let Rojo, you know, get some carries, get him over 15 carries. I, I like our chances. Don't talk about them just yet. We haven't even talked about defense. Damn, I'm just man. so excited. I'm excited. Don't ready for this game. I mean, this is. We're, we're 20 minutes in. This I know. Until at least they're halfway more. This is a big uh, game though. I'm ready it's, for it. <laughs> it's a playoff game. Every playoff game seems. I know. I'm just excited for this week. I hope every Bucks fan enjoys this week and really takes it all in because this doesn't come yeah. around often as we know. <laughs> so <laughs> So Tom Brady doesn't come around at all either. So No, no. We're so gifted I, an opportunity. So please Very every every Bucks fan go out there and enjoy it and uh just have some fun, you know. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm going to say it right now. So <laughs> we have a, a big thing we want to do. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can do it this Saturday for the Bucks game, 8-15. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and do our first live stream prior to the game, literally outside, getting ready to do it, and maybe mm-hmm. even do a halftime show if possible. Right. So guys, yeah, stay tuned you. for that. It's going to be badass. And holy hell, what the hell just happened? <laughs> <laughs> what, what in the hell? Happy New Year. Thank you so much. My dude, like, geez. He did last last week. Furu Kuab. I, I, if I'm mispronouncing it, I'm terrible. I'm sorry. Happy New Year's, guys. From what I've seen last night, Washington's DBs were getting beat all game. Yes, they were. Yeah, so let's, I guess, let's touch on that because that that's a massive uh, <laughs> kush. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm excited. I'm excited for this week. Cause I just feel like there's opportunities. Um, I know Washington's defense is really good, but I just feel there's opportunities for them to get uh, exposed, uh, especially with our offensive personnel and, and how we're going to block and scheme and, and make sure Tom Brady's standing upright. I just have a really good feeling that we'll be able to attack their corners um, and, and really do some good things. Yeah. So we touch on this all the time about, our own defense mm-hmm. and everyone gets so pissed off. SMB sucks. Jamel Dean sucks. <laughs> David's top 10, my ass. Yeah. So all this is works off of a team. It's a team game. It's the biggest team game there is. If the pressure doesn't get there from your front four, it ain't going to happen. I mean, Jalen hurts 
could move. He didn't have the best day at all. I think it was like seven for 20 something, right. 35% looked terrible, but they didn't get many sacks on him because he can move around. Yes. Everyone's like, Oh, Brady's a, a sitting dog. He's going to get killed. But guess what? He gets rid of the ball fast. He's smart. So I mean, that's the same thing with Alex Smith. Everyone thinks he can't throw the ball deep, but he gets it out fast. So mm-hmm. you take what you got, use your strengths to your advantage. And that's the thing, though. Like, so if Brady sees a mismatch early on, and they're just going to sit there and run their front four, who is a ama- who are amazing? It's not mm-hmm. give them any disregard. Four all first round, first round picks. Round, yeah, all first round picks. <laughs> Fry and Kerrigan. So all disgusting first round picks. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama, Ohio State, I mean, a whole bunch of them. Wow, Dave, thank holy, you. Holy, holy tits, Dave. <laughs> uh, let, me, let me finish this last statement. Hold it. Uh, that just blew me away. <laughs> uh, so it's like, just look at the Redskins' defense as one hell of a defensive line. Everything else behind it is very iffy. And we'll, we'll yeah. break it down. Don't, don't you worry, guys. Like this yeah, week will be coming. heavy breakdown. So stay tuned 100%. And that's actually what David T was saying. David T, Merry Christmas, guys. First time in live chat, but I listen to all your pods and enjoy your all 22s. David, Dave T, thank you very, very much. Merry Christmas Christmas to you. Mm -hmm. Happy New Year to you. Happy holidays, all the above. That's insane. Uh, Thank you, Dave. Wow. Uh, Yeah, so the all 22 stuff, Dave, we're going to keep bringing it. Guys, you know we're going to keep bringing it. Any questions you ask here, we always look more into it in the tape to understand what the heck's going on. It's not like we're pulling this out of our butts. We're showing you what's Mm -hmm. going on. That's why we wanted this outlet, this live stream, this this everything, this platform to kind of show we're not just bullcrapping you. We're showing you what we see, and it's blatant. It's black and white. You can't Mm -hmm. can't make it up if it's truly happening. But Dave T., wow. Wow. Very much appreciated. I, I, I'll brown nose you all day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, that's wow. Let's keep going on. Um, we'll touch more on the Washington in a little bit. Yeah, let's finish. Uh, let's wrap up this Atlanta win. Yeah. That was very important. And we'll, I guess, we can shift to the defense now. Yeah. Uh, defensively, again, like I said a little bit earlier, I mean, they were without three key players. I mean, you didn't have Devin White, you didn't have Shaq Barrett, you didn't have Carlton Davis. So. Those are three big keys. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good question right there. I'll, I'll answer that. Uh, Shaq should be back for Saturday. Yeah. McClendon, they say, is still iffy. Uh, most likely he'll be back. But Devin White is not going to play uh, this week because of COVID. Um, but we should have everyone else uh, pretty much good to go outside of, you know, we have to wait and see on Mike Evans. And I think Carlton Davis will be back. So, um but the defense yesterday, I thought they did a lot of good things. Um, again, maybe Ben did a little bit too much at times, but that was kind of the defense they were playing. I mean, they didn't want to get beat with the the big play down the field from Matt Ryan. So they did a good job of covering, um, kind of let the running backs, you know, have their way a little bit, maybe too much, yeah. um, you know, underneath. But they, they did what they had to in the red zone. And they knew the Falcons struggled in the red zone and, and they got key stops and, and made big plays. Um, you know, obviously the turnovers that they're able to force, uh, Antoine Winfield almost had a touchdown. That was unfortunate. He was down by contact, made a nice play though. Got the, got the football. Um, and then, you know, Sean Murphy bunting, I thought made really big plays late in the fourth quarter, caused a fumble of his own, recovered it, 
uh, and also made a key third down stop holding Falcons to another field goal. So um, also Cam Gill, I thought showed some good things. I liked him coming in. It looks like they rested JPP in the second half um, and let Cam Gill play. And he did some good things. I thought he should have got a sack or at least a half a sack, but they gave it to uh, Ndamukong Sue. So, um, so that was, that was good to see. And Anthony Nelson had some good rushes as well. Yeah, he did. Um, you know, so there are some, there are some good things. Uh, you know, Khalil Davis, I thought did some good things uh, at other times. He was getting pushed around a little bit too much that, that I don't want to see, but again, rookie's got to work on that. Uh, that's part of his, his weaknesses from when he was coming into the draft. I mean, right. Right. Exactly. Run. Struggled. Yeah. Struggled against the run stopping or being stout at the line of scrimmage. So, uh, but overall, I, defense, I thought played fine, you know? So my biggest takeaway is, like you just said, they bend, but don't break. They didn't give up any big plays. And then check this out. So you come over here, mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley destroyed us the last game. I think he had, what, 180 yards? Right. He, they shut him down. Okay, well, take away that big pass. He averaged 10 yards. Russell Gage, the leading receiver, mm-hmm. 10 yards a catch. Yes, he had a lot of them, but you know how much hard this is the bent like the Bimba don't break method. It's just yeah, let them get little by little, but don't allow the touchdown. Give them three. Mm-hmm. Give them three. Don't give it to them, but try and make them earn it. That's why the BA system, everyone's like, why the hell does he do this crap? Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot harder to run a 15 to 17 play drive down the field, running it perfect execution. Everyone knows where they need to be, especially with new quarterback. I know all the wide receivers are there, but a system where the wide receiver has to decipher, okay, is he in zone? Is he a man? Oh, wait a minute. That side's oops. So a lot of it's harder. So they're just telling you, okay, well, we're going to run and gun. We're going to try and get this thing to score as fast as we can mm-hmm. to eliminate mistakes. Yeah. It's more probability says if you have more opportunities to make, a, to get a turnover, you probably will get it unless mm-hmm. you're, like Mike Smith's defense from years past, then you're, <laughs> then you're just wide open. You're just like, yeah, punch me in the face. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I thought they did really good. Again, the Falcons had really long drives, which kind of helped us out if you think about it. I mean, they took a lot of time off the clock, and then you know when our offense got the ball, we were usually scoring some type of points. So you know, and I think that's when we started taking over in the fourth quarter because. You know, we made those key stops on defense and then our offense just really just took it to them uh, and really had good drives. We ran some clock ourselves and then we scored touchdowns uh, to finish it. So that was that was really nice to see. It is crazy. 12 carries, 78 yards, Ronald Jones. And I also, sh- also, shout, yeah, also shout out to uh, Ryan Suckup. He, he bounced back uh, very nice, yeah. made all his kicks and was wasn't a doubt in my mind he was going to do so. Yeah, I, I just let me just give this credit. I mean, look at the numbers on this 138, 133, AB, Chris Godwin, two touchdowns each. Mm-hmm. You want to tell me you need this man? I, I guess I'm just trying to be the thing of yeah. just let, let him rest. I mean, that. They, AB 14 targets. They are definitely trying to get him the, uh, the incentive there for sure. <laughs> but I mean, uh, Chris Godwin with five catches, 133 yards. I mean, that's. I mean, that's what he does. I mean, <laughs> that's what he does. I mean, he's just that good. He's very impressive. It, you know, if Chris Godwin was only the only receiver on this team, I, I mean, that guy would have scary numbers. He'd probably have over 1,600 yards, probably 100 catches for sure. 
the dude is a monster. I mean, he can do everything. You just hope he doesn't want to run and leave after this season. Oh, no, he's he's going to be back. He might yeah. be at a high price, but he's going to be back. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later. Appropriates <laughs> after a Super Bowl victory, but let's and keep that's going. A, that's another thing why I'm so happy for this podcast because usually we're talking about oh the Bucks fire their coach today. Oh or, yeah, <laughs> or we're talking about draft, or we're talking about this. So it just feels so good not to be talking about Black Monday. You know, a lot of fan bases today are you know talking about which coach they're going to get, who who's the general manager going to be. You know, it just feels good not to have that situation right now. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we keep going, Raymond, thank you for doing this. At everyone, like and get share. Pants. <laughs> That's damn true. And Raymond's right behind you. So don't look back because he's going to get your ass. Yeah. But, <laughs> but thank you, Raymond, for that. Give us I a like. I love get Raymond. Some out there. Raymond's uh, <laughs> is always uh, in the middle of everything. But let's keep going. I wanted to say this. So, Talking about draft and stuff, we yeah. Mm-hmm. If you guys were here when we were just doing a podcast, yeah, just audio, just audio. And when Ple- I left Pless and went to Iceland, and he did a solo podcast <laughs> when we fired Dirt Cutter. If you're here and you heard that, just give me like a thumbs up or something in the chat. I just want to see who really heard all that. I know a lot of this is from YouTube, but if you guys actually saw. Well, thanks, our- our audio from that please just throw a thumbs up in the chat because that, that'd be cool to see who's actually from all that but then right after i say that look mm-hmm. at this holy hell shoot 100 he said thank you very very much dude i mean you have no clue what you guys are talking about like you not not I mean that in a, in a bad way i mean that as in you guys are doing stuff where we had no clue what ever happened with this mm-hmm. podcast live stream youtube like this is amazing and Starting the year off with a bang, seriously. But mm-hmm. uh, he said they should sit Mike Evans out, even if the doctors clear him to play. I honestly don't think they need him to beat Washington. I fully agree with you. Mm-hmm. Now the Bucks defense leaves a lot to be desired. Granted, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Yeah, th- that's true. I mean, it, it is the playoffs. I mean, this is, I mean, once you make the dance, I mean, anything can happen. Like like uh, uh, Seuss 100 says here, I mean, um, everyone's at zero wins. I mean, everyone's zero, zero records don't matter. Um, you know, seven and nine, 11 and five, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're in the tournament now. Um, it's, it's just like, um, March madness, you know, one versus 16. I mean, we've seen the number one seed go down before. So, you know, things happen in sports. It's crazy. You know, there's bounces that go here or there. So, yeah, I, I agree. They probably should sit Mike Evans. I wouldn't rush him back. I, I don't think it's a smart decision. Um, and you know, the defense does leave a lot to be desired, but I I think they're going to really surprise. Actually, I think they're going to be more, even more zoned in. Uh, they're going to have most of their guys back and I think they're going to do some things that we haven't seen yet, uh, which is going to be awesome to, to watch. Yeah. So yeah, defensively still, they won the game. They did enough to win the game. It's not like we did enough. We're dominating. Mm-hmm. majority of the game yes it got close to where it was 2023 a lot to be desired in this game maybe because like you mentioned three starters out i yeah. mean that three big starters i mean mm-hmm. Devin white probably one of your top sack leaders yeah. shaq barrett literally one of your top two i mean that's a lot of pressure that just got tossed mm-hmm. away 
And speaking of Devin White, Kevin Minter filled in pretty good against the run, but a liability in the past right. because he isn't he can't make up with the speed that Devin White has. Yes, we we dog on Devin White all the time just because his lack of awareness of where people are, but he makes up with it in recovery speed. Kevin Minter doesn't really have that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they were abusing him with running backs in the flats or just in the middle of the zone. That scares me with Antonio uh, Gibson yeah. coming up. Dude's yeah. just like David Johnson. Right. Uh, and then the, the right. other kid, the other kid that they have, uh, what's his name? M- M- McKissick or McCat? Um, JD. JD yeah, yeah. He's good too. I mean, he's a weapon. So we're talking Washington's running backs, but th- yeah. that's stuff that scares <laughs> us like moving forward. Right. But it's, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it leaves things to be desired, especially in that aspect. That's what mm. I mean. Because outside the secondary, I think once Shaq Barrett, JVP are working together, Sue's in there. I mean, Anthony Nelson, like you touched on, had some good pressures. So I think the D-line is okay. Will Golston always has his little fair share of just bull rush where he gets in. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. It's just more – that middle of that defense always scares me. That that's the only area where it needs to be desired. Levante, I just don't want him trying to do too much out of his his grasp. I mean, he can only play so much in a team defense. So, I mean, that's that's the gist of it there, pretty much. But um, yeah. some funny things here. Hardcore hero said, or get pants talking about who you. <laughs> but uh, Raymond, <laughs> what a great ultimatum. <laughs> hey. Go ahead. It's yeah. like we're taking it back to like uh, high school or middle school. You get pants in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, defensively. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Wait a minute. Look who it is. Oh, is Douglas O'Connor? Great Rindax. <laughs> Rindax in the chat. If y'all don't know who Douglas O'Connor is, Peter Cast. Yeah, if you don't know the Peter Cast, follow them on on Twitter, Facebook. YouTube, all the platforms, they're one of the biggest podcasts there is out there in Bucks Nation, Bucks fandom. Give them a look. Douglas O'Connor says, How is Mark's mental state now that Mike has moved to St. Pete? <laughs> hmm. Holy shit. So my mental state just got so much better because <laughs> holy shit. I'll answer this right after this. Raymond, you a damn dog. <laughs> Raymond. Go big or go home, Raymond. You done lost your damn mind. Raymond is, yeah, he's definitely in the house. <laughs> Raymond, thank you, Raymond. This is going for you, buddy. This is, geez. Plus, you answer that. How, how do I feel? I feel great. I mean, go big or go home is exactly right. Um, but as far as wow. Mark's mental state, I think Mark is in a very good mental state. Uh, you know, we've been friends for over twenty years, and you know, just me living thirty minutes a, away doesn't stop anything from what we want to do, you know, as far as friends or, you know, as far as this podcast goes, we keep it rolling. Um, and I'm excited. Yeah. We got phones. We can talk to each other. Um, so I think he's in a good mental state. I think this, this whole ride, you know, with real bucks talk and all the fans, um, all the support that we're getting now and have been for, you know, throughout since we were a website actually, you know, from real bucks, <laughs> from real bucks. Yeah. Real bucks Um, and Rindax was one of our writers. So that's awesome how it's all come full circle. And we're so appreciative and thankful. Um, really, this is just the beginning. I mean, we've only been doing this for about a, almost a year. You know, we started in what, March um, on YouTube. So 
I'm just, I'm very excited where it's heading. Uh, you guys have no idea what's coming. I mean, that's what makes it awesome. We have so yeah. much in store uh, to go. Like this is just the like little baby steps. Like we just, we just became a baby <laughs> and now we're trying to, <laughs> now, we're, now we're just trying to grow. And, and speaking yeah. of babies, you know, Mark's about to have a baby boy, which is awesome. So yeah, that's, Mark is that's my mental status. Yeah. Mark is, uh, and he's in a great mental state. Um, I'm very happy for him and I'm happy that we get to do this together. So, um, Raymond, you're the man and, and Rindex. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thank you for joining us here tonight. Oh yeah. Hey, Raymond, you guys are awesome. You're welcome. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're awesome, brother. Like, yeah. holy, you've been, you've been in it since like the beginning too. Like ever since we ever, ever started that Facebook, he was literally right there. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is insane. Like you guys don't even, you go, don't even know. <laughs> wow. Ah, let just take it, let, let it sink in. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy, my man. That's crazy. I'm gonna name the baby boy Levante. <laughs> oh wait, where's it <laughs> at the bottom? <laughs> oh, I, I'm I'm lost. I'm still. I can't believe he just did that. I'm still in shock. But uh, well, I'm just gonna click on one. Here we go. <laughs> Danny Nello said, "I'm not concerned as much with the Bucks D against the Washington offense. The concern right. will be the next game. That's right. I said the next game." Uh-huh. <laughs> Now I'm concerned about this game. I'm going right. to take it one game at a time, especially in the playoffs. That's how Brady says it. Danny, you're the one that tells us trust in Brady. Brady's taking it one game at a time. He said mm-hmm. it first, first thing right after the win, literally against Atlanta, the next yeah. one, you got to take it one game at a time. I agree with you. We should win this game. Mm-hmm. I think it should be a blowout, but yeah, I mean, I'm confident. I, I feel it should be a, a double-digit win. Um, I, I just feel like the way the Bucks can max protect and find ways to keep Brady upright, get the ball out of his hands quickly, utilize your underneath options and Scotty Miller, Cameron Brate, the running backs out of the backfield, um, you know, and then hitch your you know your mismatches, which will be Gronkowski against their linebackers in coverage. Utilize that play action, attack the seams. Um, they have some rookie, you know, young safeties that I think you can get. Um, as we've seen before, Tom Brady in his eyes, I mean, he can manipulate safeties like no other. So I, I just feel like there'll be options. And then really just comes down to our defense, just, you know, not yeah, not allowing the uh not allowing the big plays like we've done in the past. And uh get after Alex Smith and you can you can get some turnovers. Yeah, so I'm messing with plus big time because people are saying mm-hmm. drop baby names in the chat. Yeah. Now I finally found where it says, uh, congrats, going to name the baby boy Levante. <laughs> Little Q, Douglas O'Connor, Rendak said, ah, uh, like, I like, Evan. C- <laughs> I like, I like Seymour, Seymour, Evan, Seymour, but Seymour, but Ramirez, <laughs> Brady. I'll say this Brady Ramirez would be cool. What's funny is that his actual name has something somewhere in there. It's, it does it because of Tom Brady, <laughs> but it's it's something similar in there somewhat somehow. But I thought it was hilarious that it happened. Uh, Edward Fernandez says, "Congrats, March! It's definitely a blessing having a three year old and a six month old boys." Yes, like I can't wait to see what a boy is. I see you in the in the picture in the mm-hmm. Facebook profile or YouTube profile. I'm I'm terrified. <laughs> I have an eight-year-old girl. She was so easy. I think this boy's going to be a pain in the butt. It's going to be mm. me, Junior. Stubborn. Yes. But yeah, so, is, yeah. so, is, so is Leah. So. Yeah, but 
Leah's like you. (laughs) (laughs) Name here, Dirk. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome. (laughs) Lovey, should I name him Lovey? (laughs) Uh, Little Pudge. Okay. I wish on that. I wish you could do the game live. Right, that'd be awesome. But based on Doug O'Connor, Rendax said Little Pudge. Fun fact. My nickname growing up as a kid was Pug. Mm. Believe that. Let's see if we grow this so big enough where we can actually ask questions to the fans. <laughs> what was my, my nickname growing up? Pug. Right. That's, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, that came up. And your favorite player was uh, Yvonne Rodriguez, right? Pudge Rodriguez. Yep, there yeah, you go. Yeah, I look like him. <laughs> yep. So back then, I was a little chubs. Yeah. But uh, let's keep talking on some some fo- Bucks football. So. Mm. Let's see. You guys should do the game live. Yeah, Danny, don't. Uh, uh, you'll get so many people to watch it with you. We debated it, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, I I want to get in, in the heat of it. I know people want to get in the heat of it. I know I would. I don't think I would watch me yelling. <laughs> I don't think you want to hear the, the ship plus an eye. Well, maybe you do. Maybe, but let's save that for next year. Let, unless we go on a deep d- ride and we this stuff works great. Then we yeah. may do it. But yeah. I, I usually, I guys, to be honest, usually I ruin games when I watch them because I'm calling every play before it happens. So <laughs> it's just, it, it gets annoying after a while and I, I don't want to annoy you guys. And then no one will watch the live streams and then Mark will be pissed at me. And then, yeah, I'll be all downhill from there. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Well, okay. So let's, so we have 15 more minutes. So let's just do, yeah, Mark. Yeah, Mark watching a game is X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doug knows. <laughs> but yeah, you do know. Rindax, yeah, 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 we did a, a game together, mm-hmm. uh, the four of us. Plus, it was a quick story, job. Plus, me, Rendax, Brent Allen, mm-hmm. Peter Cass, all together sitting there. It gets heated. Yeah. Like, like I, don't, I don't play when it comes to Bucks games. Yeah. Yep. It's either I should put up a high five or may punch it. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but, or a slam to the chest. I don't, I don't know. So it debates isn't a time during the Bucks game. It's more hard passion. Yeah. <laughs> or in you, man, you, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But let's just talk quick, early, very early thoughts on the Washington Redskins. Uh, let's talk about, their offense first. Everyone mm-hmm. knows they have great defense. Let's touch on their offense. Alex Smith coming back. Probably going to start. I can't believe he's back in the game after, to me, it seems like it just happened not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Antonio Gibson. Like we were make, mentioning uh, J.D. Kizik, whatever his name is. Terry McLaren. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Logan Thomas. All The weapons that they have to use at their disposal. I mean, yes, they may not be the best offense, but no matter what, every offense has weapons. Mm. What do you see? How do you see them attacking us? And where do you see where we can benefit and actually beat them? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, they have a quite a array of characters on offense. Um, you know, they're efficient offense. They're very smart. They don't really, you know, with Alex Smith and as the quarterback, they don't really turn it over. Um, but, you know, I think he has, what, six touchdowns, eight interceptions on the year. Again, he was, that was only a, over a number of games, you know, they went back and forth between quarterbacks with Dwayne Haskins and all that. So, um, yeah, I mean, they, they struggle to move the ball, to be honest. Uh, but they, when they do go on drives again, it's going to be smart and efficient. They're going to take the high percentage pass. You know, Alex Smith isn't really going to throw the ball downfield. 
Um, he's not going to really attack at vertical. Um, he's going to find ways to hit guys in stride so they can get yards after the catch. Um, and Alex is really not the guy that's going to run like he used to in the past because of his leg injuries. So yeah, there's the stats right there. You see it. Um, again, only 6.3 yards per pass. So really he's looking for, you know, those short dump offs, uh, been sacked 22 times, which is, uh, pretty good. You know, that's a good sack uh, rate percentage. That's only one more than Tom Brady was sacked. So he gets rid of the football. Um, you know, well, they considering run- the limited snaps he had. Compared mm-hmm. to Tom Brady. That's true. It's a lot of sacks. So that could be where we can attack. Their offensive line is not the best. Um, there's areas there where that you can beat them. Um, you know, I like us doing the a gap, a gap blitzes, um, and get after them on the edge and, you know, force that pocket up and then make Alex Smith to make a quicker decision. I think that's where you can win. Um, really just gotta, you know, play aggressive down in, in the short areas of the field and take away their options, make Alex Smith, throw it to the sidelines where his arm strength's not very good or make them throw it vertical and you have opportunities to get interceptions. So that's what I'm looking for. And hopefully we can do that. Get your hands up when you, when you pass rush too, you know, cause he's shorter in stature. Um, and he does get the rid of the football quick. So if you get your hands up, you can knock those passes down. Yeah. So let me add fuel to the fire on this. So mm-hmm. this is Alex Smith evidence his face, <laughs> <laughs> but let's see. So 168 completions, 252 attempts, Right. 22 sacks. Okay. Take that into consideration. Tom Brady at 610 attempts, mm-hmm. only sacked 21 times. Right. Yeah. Let's think this through 610 as opposed to 252 and Tom Brady got sacked less. So he's making decisions pretty quick. Alex Smith is still removed from just getting his leg put back on. Let's put right. it, be yeah. real about this. And yes, he may get the ball out fast, but he, I don't know if you saw the Rams game. He took a sack that I, I thought the guy tried to kill him. And he's still, think about it, if you're away from the game that long, it, it takes time to get the timing and everything down. But he's their best option. They, they just cut their last option that was ju- stuck in the, in the strip clubs. So, I mean, this is a game they should win. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. It should, but you got to respect every NFL team. It doesn't matter who it is. And then Antonio Gibson does scare me. Very similar to David Johnson. I touched on Kevin Minter covering running backs. That does scare me. Alex Smith hitting the out routes does not scare me. Mm-hmm. I think that's an area of weakness that we have that I don't think they're going to be able to attack. Mm-hmm. But you were going to say something? No, I was going to agree with you. I think they're going to they're going to try to attack the middle of the field. Um, you know, get against our linebackers, like you said. They're yeah. going to try to utilize Logan Thomas in that way, and yeah. you know, have the running backs go in across the field and where they can just dump it off and him, you know, go east and west. Um, they're going to try things like that. So we got to be creative in how we covered that. Maybe bring in an extra safety. Maybe have Jordan Whitehead at, in as the one of the linebackers and have him cover up in in space, you know, towards the, the towards the line of scrimmage and and be aggressive in that nature. Um, hopefully, we can get some push up the middle uh, with our front four and and really create havoc for for Alex Smith and make him move east and west because when he moves left or right, it's really tough for him because of said injury that he suffered. I mean, he's got an extensive cast or, or whatever it's, I think it's a brace. He's got a brace on his back leg. So, um, and it really hinders his mobility. So I think that's what you have to try to do and force him into mistakes. I fully agree. I mean, like, mm-hmm. besides Terry McLaren and Logan Thomas, it's if you, you know, we're going to probably stop the running game. 
Let's just right. be honest. They're number one in the run defense. They've proven it time and time again. Their offensive line, they just traded away their all-pro left tackle this year, Trent Williams, to San Francisco. That offensive line doesn't scare me or doesn't seem like it can hold up. Mm-hmm. So attack. And this is more fruit to fire, fuel to fire. Alex Smith from Rendax mm. started seven games. So that's 3.1 sacks per game. Right. So attack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do blitzes and attack. I mean, force the quick decision and jump on first reads. I mean, if you're going to and have your play, your cover two safety overlook, like you did with the chiefs, mm. let's see, let's see what yeah. happens. But I mean, I say enforce yourself, like force your will on this team. Like you, you really should do this against this team. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I definitely agree with the cover two. Um, I think that's the only way they can really uh, keep up with us if we allow big plays like that. So really, you want to do that cover two. And then I think like a man underneath, I think would be really nice to see. Uh, just be aggressive underneath and then have your safeties back um, to help out, you know, if there's missed tackles or whatnot. Um, hopefully we can, you know, come up and tackle well in this game. I think that's going to be very important that once they do catch the ball, make sure we hit them hard and hit them good. Um, so yeah, I, I'm hard, I'm good. yeah, hit him hard to him. Good. But yeah, offensively, again, they don't really scare me. I, I think when you look at this game, you know, you switch it to the other side, you know, it, it's, it's neutralizing their front four. If we can do that, then I don't think there's any reason we can't score 30 or more points against this team. Um, you know, that's going to be the big key. Can we keep Tom Brady upright? Can we run the football consistently? Uh, that's going to be important and really control the game from the get go. Yeah. So my thing is this, you mentioned this earlier to me. So this is like Rundax was saying, Oh, what's my mental status? I text plus all the damn time. (laughs) We're obsessed obsessed about this stuff. You guys know that, but you touched on that. The lions ran all over them when they played. Mm. The lions will never be confused for a running team ever. And guess what? They, they were very similar when you guys saw Mm. our, our film study or, or game preview of the Lions versus Bucks, they messed up perfectly with the Bucks in every every mm. offensive st- statistic. Right, they were right behind us in pass offense. Literally, like there, there, <laughs> they, they were running. We don't run well. They don't run well, but they ran all over this team. A team mm. that has a stacked front four, but they they like to get after the quarterback. Yeah, mm. and the Lions didn't give up Older a sack. Down. Yeah, the Lions didn't give up a sack in that game, which was very impressive as well. And their offensive line is not great. Um, I mean, as you've seen Matthew Stafford, I mean, the guy's barely standing. Um, so yeah, I I just feel like we match up well with them. I think defensively we should be okay if we, if we do certain things and, and, you know, just don't allow, you know, stupid plays to happen over us, you know, be smart about it, come up and tackle and just limit their yards, you know, make them earn everything. If we can do that, I think we should be successful. I think we should be able to get stops in the red zone if they do get there. Um, and then offensively, again, it's just being smart and how you neutralize their front four. That's really, that's how they run. I mean, I know they've only given up 20 points over the last six games, but when you look at the teams that they played and who they lost to and like this and that, I mean, yeah, I guess you could do that for every team, but I, I just feel really good about our matchup. I feel how, you know, just, we have the talent to really take it to them. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, do, do they really have firepower to stay up with us? Because mm. some people are saying in the chat, like 38, 24 bucks. Bud Campbell mm. said that. 
Mm-hmm. You have twenty seven nineteen bucks. Hardcore Hero said that. I I think it's hard pressed for them to score twenty points. Yeah. If you barely struggle to score twenty points against the Eagles, and they had to take out their starter at quarterback for you to win the game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. the most they've scored in a game. Oh, I don't know how the hell they scored forty one points against Dallas. Right. Dallas. That was like the outlier, and I, I don't think they really had many other games. I mean, I know they had some in like the 27, 28. Yeah. Um, twenty seven was the highest after that. Right. So, so really, twenty seven and a loss. Um. But yeah, they just they really struggle to score. They're they're just very inconsistent up and down type of team. And it's the same thing with like their pass rush too. I mean, if you really look at it, you study the numbers, their pass rush comes in comes and goes. So there's opportunities to take advantage when they're not getting after the quarterback. And um, I just feel like that, you know, we should be able to take advantage. The only thing that really scares me, I know someone asks what scares me about this game. To be honest, it's the coaching. You know, that's really yeah. that's really the only thing that can hold this team back. If if the coaching comes in with a dumb game plan and Ron Rivera out coaches us, that'll be disheartening. Um, but I don't think that will happen. I, I feel like this team has learned. I feel like they understand how to use their players better. Uh, and I just hope it continues, especially in playoff time. I hope their asses don't get tight. Uh, now's not the time. <laughs> now's not now's not the time. So I just hope uh, they stay aggressive. I'll say this. What does scare me, We you just blatantly said it, coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Bruce Arians has faced a pan- – I mean, this total different team. It's two and four. Rivera. Yeah, two and four versus Ron Rivera. So, But the times he played them in the playoffs was insane. Mm-hmm. Like, they were blowouts. The Cardinals right. versus Panthers were blowouts when B.A. was head coach. They didn't have a quarterback that one time. But then, yeah, the Carson yeah. Palmer, yeah, that was a disaster in 2015. So, but I mean, I mean, to me, I'm thinking maybe it's because Cam Newton just was running all over him. This team can stop the run big time. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're built on. So I, I, I just don't think this Washington team is a team to do it, especially first year under Rivera, very limited in offense Their defense is nasty. But again, I've pointed out it's front four. Chase Young, yes. Yeah, so people were talking about him talking trash to Brady, saying, "Oh, I want Brady, I want Tom Brady." <laughs> yeah. And the BA is like, "Oh, careful what you what you wish for." Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I mean, yeah. dude, you, it's going to take time for you to get after it. And if we get if we can keep doing these little quick screens to AB Chris Godwin, do running draws, and then you're like, "Oh, forget this, we're coming in." <laughs> mm. A double move or a fake, we got touchdowns left and right. So it's. It's more scary what we can do against this middle linebackers with play action fakes with this secondary that they have. Like I, I know Ronald Darby, but our Kendall Fuller is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But their safeties, I mean, he'll manipulate these guys left and right. Right. I mean, look at that's a lot of IR. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I know Lyndon Collins and a lot of good names there. Ruben Foster, even though he's had trouble off the field. Um, you know, they got some guys there. I mean, but overall, I mean, this defense. Besides front four, that back end should be manipulated. Mm-hmm. If we can hold up just enough, which yeah. the Sioux Lions shown and proven time and time again it can. Mm-hmm. Everyone though- talk about Donovan Smith. I know this question's coming. Yeah. <laughs> He's not the greatest against speed. Yeah. Chase Young's more of a power guy. Yes, he's got both, but I think he's more of a- oh, there it was. Oh, never mind. I thought I, thought, I saw 76. I thought it was 75. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. 
first yeah. for watching make sure to hit the like button thank you edward for suggesting yeah. that i thought it was, I, subliminal i saw donovan smith mm-hmm. <laughs> but i mean people were going to talk about him he's way better against power rushers i mean i i think this is set up maybe montez sweat comes after him but mm-hmm. we, we should be able to win this game like handedly right. i, I want to agree with plus like it's gonna yeah. be a double digit stomp the floor with him like prove it brady's ready he's got he's on his mission i hope it is but i don't i'm 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 <laughs> that's the right thing i say yeah I, I i feel it'll be a battle i just feel like we're gonna pull away um you know especially in the second half i think we're gonna find a way to pull away from them and and kind of wear them down and then just really put the, the pedal on the metal so you know i i like this matchup again it's just awesome to be in the playoffs. I mean, this is a great, um, you know, Sunday night or Saturday night football, I should say. Uh, and you know, you're going up to Washington. It's a, it's a historic field and it, it should be a lot of fun. And you got Tony Dungy calling the game, which is going to be awesome. Um, him, and Mike, him and Mike Tirico. So I'm actually excited about that because I, I can't stand Chris Collinsworth. I hate him with a passion. Ah. I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say hate, but I just, oh, like him. God. <laughs> I dislike oh, him. Ah. He's kind of he's very similar to to, to to Troy Aikman. I mean, all they do is just repeat themselves. So, um, and usually they're either drunk or whatever, you know, <laughs> during the game. At least Troy Aikman is. I mean, everyone can agree on that. I mean, he's drinking during the game. Can we can we say that? <laughs> oh, Collinsworth's way better than Dungey. Well, maybe he is. Maybe I haven't seen Dungey call call a lot of games, but I just like that Dungey. You know, a former Bucks calling the game. So. Joe Buck, the worst. Ooh, Joe Buck is the worst. True. Yeah, yeah. That that, put on voice. I can't stand it. Yeah, I got a bad voice, but damn that. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. I, I I don't know. I enjoy Mark Schlereth the most. I don't. Hopefully, everyone can we agree. Win every that. time he's on there. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, Mark Schlereth. I, I just like how excited he gets. Uh, Charles Davis is another one. Uh, he's awesome though to hear. So, here's a good point here, Mark Gunther. Seven and nine versus eleven five. I guess that's just point enough right there. Yeah, I mean that really says it. I mean this game should be in our favor. We should be able to take advantage and let's get it done. Please, please, baby, please. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's keep going on. A couple more questions. <laughs> Dick Stockton. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's true. He Mark forgets. He for- Romo. Pat Welty. That's a good. That's true. Or uh, is he talking about Jim Nance and Romo? I think or, he's Mark uh, just Romo. Mark Schlereth and Romo. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. Well, oh. I'll just I'll shut up about announcing. So all right. <laughs> I've got their takes. Hot takes. Yeah, right. But Dan Danilo, I'm still liking the name Brady for the baby's name. I'll, I'll let him out. I'll let the baby's name out when it's time. The mm-hmm. wife doesn't want to give it away just yet. So I'm gonna hold it, hold it close to chest. Yeah, he hasn't even told me yet, guys. So yeah, so I'm, I'm because I would, I would, I would spill the beans. So <laughs> he's probably gonna find out when he comes over here for the live stream. But there we go. We'll I'll see. keep it. I'll keep it secret. Oh, should have plus and Ramirez calling the game. Oh man, I talking about drinking. I'd be drunk already before the game started. Hey guys, do you do you guys drink anything during the game? If you do, let me know what it is. Whether it's in the chat or Twitter or YouTube community, I'll probably put a post on it. I'm a big IPA guy. I don't know if you guys see with the light shining on it. 
I got there started on that, by the way. Did. Did. <laughs> I'm a big IPA guy, yeah, so it's good I don't stuff. Know if that's advertising for, for IPAs or Goose Island. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Send us some things if you do. <laughs> but uh, let's let's see. Some people are asking about SMB. Let's, let's get some last minute little questions in here before we head on out. So, mm. uh, oh, Bud Light, Bud Campus. Light, come on, my man. <laughs> I drink water. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong in that, my man. Nothing That's wrong. That's healthy. But healthy. What's your guy's opinion on SMB? Joe Will said that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, someone said it earlier in the chat. Um, he had his best game, and I agree with that. Yeah. I thought he played really well. Um, it was a lot better than what he's been showing lately, and really nice bounce back. I hope this is something that, you know, catapults him going forward. Um, it seems like he's getting healthier. So, I mean, we need him. We need him to play big, um, especially in the playoffs. If he can be that aggressive style, hard-hitting tackler that we've seen in the past and then also make plays on the football, uh, that would be huge for this defense. I mean, you got to think about the play he made, that fumble. It was a heady play. He's more mm -hmm. of a heady player. It's not. It was not his best game by far. I mean, I've seen him play some pretty sticky games where he's just not letting yeah. any space get in between him and the player. Him yeah, I mean, he hasn't he hasn't reached last year yet. I mean, last year he was playing lights out, especially in that second half of the season, and hopefully he can start getting back to that. He showed he's showing signs though. Hell, I mean, even look at the first game against the Saints. He, he looked well. really good. Yeah. I mean, sometimes read react like short coverage stuff. Like, he, and he played everywhere. Mm. He was playing like short zone, deep safety, like everywhere. And I I honestly think he's hurt. I mean that. I mean, a lot mm. of people are down on him, but he's not playing at the speed that I've seen him play at. And oh, I don't know what it, it's it's got to be some lagging or lingering in, issue. I mean, I I think he's better than well, a lot of people are thinking. Oh, Pat Pat Welty, if we beat what the fuck? <laughs> watching <laughs> the football what, team, yeah, watching <laughs> football team. Will will we beat the Saints? The Saints got to win against the Bears, though. Right. We, let's put it that way too. Yeah, we only we only play the Saints um, in the second round, I believe, if uh, the Rams win. So, if if the Saints win and, and the Seahawks win, then we would play the Packers in the second round. Um, hopefully, we face the Saints in the NFC Championship game. That's my dream, and I think we would beat them because it's hard to beat a team three times in a year. So, uh, yeah, I say we would if we do face them. I think we're our trajectory is going a lot better from where it was earlier in the season they're doing things the right way like we're not finding things to talk bad about every time in the film studies like and yeah i'm looking don't get me wrong we're both looking mm -hmm. i mean there's because you know how bad we're talking left which so someone was asking earlier as left which learned to settle for brady i think it's just more of a, a better union like i think they just sat down and yeah i week and we're like what the hell are we doing guys <laughs> well, i i think I think they're just understanding each other a lot better. Um, you know, the use of motion, the use of play action, passing on first down that has clicked. Um, you know, and I'm sure Byron was tired of the play action questions in the yeah. press conferences, you know, so he's using it a lot more. Maybe um, he heard our, our film studies or something. <laughs> he probably did. He probably did. BA is like, you look at this here right now and you need to start using play action and they're, they're doing it. So I'm happy about it. Pat, you don't have to say sorry. Don't you worry about a thing. <laughs> but what I do, like we said, will we beat the Saints? I honestly think we will based on 
how we're trending right now, but also I'm hoping this set up perfectly for the Bucks in this way. I think Khalil Mack is going to hit Drew Brees a couple times, and mm. I think he's going to hit him hard. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't think you could have found a better matchup for the Saints to go against that first round. Mm. They lost an over, they won an overtime against the Bears, right? And their first, their only meeting during the regular season, close ass game. Mm. And then you got to think about Khalil Mack, probably one of the best, probably the best edge rusher, and Hicks in the middle, Akeem Hicks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the middle disgusting he shouldn't move the way he does for that big of a man i mean you gotta think about this could set up nicely i mean he's not gonna be able to step up like he wants to he can't deliver the ball deep like he used to this i mean you got the best edge rusher to minimize that timing that he has to throw the ball i'll take it Mm -hmm. i will take it especially a guy that's he hasn't looked good the last few games so chicago do your thing i I think the Saints will win but I think he's going to get a little banged up in that game. Just right. my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, people more. I like that. <laughs> Bob Dunlap. I like the WTF more than the WTF. <laughs> That's what everyone thinks of when they see it. Yeah. yeah, like, Pat, you're not – don't worry about that. You're not wrong at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, guys, thank you for all the, the questions and everything. We're, we're running over now. Mm-hmm. To be honest, guys, this was amazing. This was an awesome – live stream you guys were so entertaining like all the people in the chat if you're in there still hit it give us a like button if you haven't or like thumb thumb us up yeah. <laughs> if you haven't be sure to subscribe as well yeah but other than that guys like this was phenomenal amazing any other big word you can think of thank you again we're going to bring out the atlanta film studies we're going to show you the preview for this washington game we're going to get a lot out early so because that saturday game mm. Stay tuned and be prepared for our first ever live stream prior to the game, like on a Saturday. That's going to be cool. Yeah. And it's going to be chilly. There may be a fire in the back. <laughs> yeah, that should be a lot of fun. So, yeah, definitely. Thank you guys again. As Mark said, uh, we appreciate you. We can't do this without you. So, thank you so much. And as always, go Bucks. Till Saturday. Yes. <laughs>